Hello and welcome to All That Good Stuff, the no-nonsense podcast where we talk about the good, the bad and the ugly of building a startup business. I'm here with my co-host Dan of DTS Building Materials. Hello mate, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, and I think we'll just jump straight into it this week. Uh, we covered off um, a bit, bit of an update from yourself last week in terms of where we did. I know you've got new people starting uh, this week or started this week, so we'll 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 catch up with you on a next episode, maybe in regards to that. That, that might be maybe a good idea because, uh, yeah, it, to say they're hitting the ground running is um, it's a bit of an understatement. I think we're uh, we're in for some exciting times. Well, let's dedicate a chat to that in the next podcast because uh, we did say last week we were going to cover off. Well, I've got some stuff to go through in terms of yeah, been working on strategy wise. So, so let, let's just jump straight in. You're in your new office. You had a meeting space available to you. You had whiteboards all over the place. You've scribbled all over it. And yeah. From what I can see in front of me, you spent some time coloring in an Excel document. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so, uh, so, so, so tell me about it. What, what are we doing? Yeah. Bit of context. So the last month or so, I've just been trying to figure out exactly what I'm doing with Tribecto. So, you know, for just for a bit of context for the listeners, some of you know, some of you might not know, but I'm kind of running two small businesses here. I've got Tribecto, which is the main business, which is a, I suppose what you would call a marketing automation consultancy. Um, or you know, software consultancy, help people solve problems with software, basically. Yeah. Um, and then you've got KBB Sales Engine, which packages up some of those software solutions and offers it to the kitchen, bedroom, and bathroom industry, um, where we help them out with their sales marketing and building a sales process that works for them. Um, so, been heavily focused on KBB Sales Engine over the you know over the course of this year, quite a bit. Um, and I've now got that kind of running on autopilot. So I'm, mm. um, you know, my new part-time team member is filling the, the, the funnel every day. He's finding new leads. He's dropping them Fantastic. into the automated, um, email system and we're getting into conversations and building that pipeline up. So I kind of, I'm kind of happy with that for now. That's just kind of running in the background, mm. um, which has allowed me to like refocus on Tribecto. Um, and Man, I've just been trying to figure out what exactly I'm doing with it. So, well, it, it, from the outside looking in, it, it looked exactly as you said. It's it's a consultancy. It's one man band. You going in, solving problems, using your knowledge on entrepreneur, but also the wealth of knowledge that you've got in marketing and SEO and all that kind of stuff to yeah. help people run efficiently, automating what they can automate so that human being doesn't have to miss things exactly yeah 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 and yeah like you said you hit the nail on the head it's all kind of revolves around marketing and sales and how we can use software and but it's, tools to to automate those processes but it's always it's been a because it's been that consultancy basis it's very much been a me as opposed to a we yeah yeah so it's um, always been kind of you know me people buy into me um which is great and it's going to continue that way that's not going to change overnight um which is fine but I had to take a little bit of a step back and figure out like what what am I trying to do? Um, yeah. What's the direction that I'm going in? Um, I'm kind of capped. I know my limits now in terms of how much like work I can take on physically mm. and um, how that kind of looks. Um, anyway, so yeah, I've just been trying to figure out like what the strategy is and just reassessing things really. Yeah. So. What I started out doing is 
figuring out um and this is from a chat that i had with with callow adam callow recently um, of expert trades um in regards to what what the what the values are of the business. Now it sounds mm. a little bit lofty for a one man, technically a one man business. Do I really need to start thinking about values, etc. now? But I actually think it's quite important to do that, to filter out um, or filter in all the stuff that I actually want to be doing to grow the business. Um, Absolutely. So I'll give you a bit of a, like a, like a bit of a overview of kind of what I, what I did. Um, the first thing that I started with was, like values and what I suppose what I mean by values is what do we, what do we prioritize as a business um, for ourselves and for our customers, right? Um, if we're going to move this business and we're going to grow this business for uh, grow, if we're going to move the business forward and grow the business, right? So what do we yeah. value? What do we prioritize for ourselves and for our business? Uh, I said, uh, I was having a chat with Callow about this and, a lot of people talk about values and, you know, oh, you know, we, we do this and, and that, but they don't actually back it up with any action. No. So one of the things we did was we figured out, I, I sat down and I figured out what, what I want to prioritize as a business, um, uh, you know, in, into kind of one sentence values. And then from there, because you need to actually show action off the back of those values otherwise you're just kind of saying it and not really doing yeah, it absolutely you know what i mean but um, like adam says it, it, take action or unsubscribe right yeah it's that in a nutshell isn't it so i mean i'll show you i'll give you i'll give you an example right so i mean you you can see down here on the screen the, user, yeah. the, the listeners can't so i'll read it out um but the values I kind of came up with five core values that I want to run with. And the mm. reason why I did this first is because everything else that I do or we do as a business needs to align with these five things. Like if it yeah. doesn't fit with one of these things, then we don't do it. You know Perfect. I mean? Don't become busy fools basically. Yeah. So the first one is prioritize clarity and transparency. Um, so that, that's one of the main things is just being super clear and transparent. Um, and I'll come on to like what these look like in action shortly. Uh, then I've got build systems that solve problems. That's another key value. Yeah. We want to build systems that solve problems. Systems being a key word there. Um, explore new and unique solutions. So, um, you know, we want to, we want to, I want to learn into big thing that I'm a massive fan of. So, you know, if I, if I feel like I can't explore new things or test new things or, you know, try and solve problems creatively in a different way, then I start to feel a bit stagnant. So I think that's a yeah. really good core value to have in there. Um, the next one is covet simplicity. So, um, yeah, you know, just keep things simple, I suppose. Absolutely, yeah. Looking as simple as possible, man. Like, this game can get pretty complicated. Well, I think. That's it. And, and ultimately, what you're trying to sort of tell people is, actually, by automating, we can make your life a lot more simple. Yeah. Uh, but you just also need to understand like, how I do it. But the way that we do it should be the, the simplest way as well. And I suppose I'll come in onto the actions in the next. And then the last yeah. one is share knowledge and inspire action. Um, and you know, there's, there's shitloads of ways that we could do that. So it's kind of coming up with a well, plan. I think ultimately that's why we started this podcast, that one statement. Yeah, hopefully. Right. So th this definitely contributes to that value. Let's put it that way. 
Um, so I started with these values, right? And I thought, right, these are the these are the things that like if I run with these five things, I'll be happy. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. Be, you know, if I run with these five things, we're true to it, and you know the business is growing. I'm not even bothered about the business growing exponentially really fast like i'm happy mm. to grow slow and you know cause I'm, I'm i'm tweaking and figuring things out along the way but as long as but I you're building a solid model yeah that when and if and when you decide that you want to drive it forward with additional bodies and or or whatever following a five-step model is the way forward ironically on a complete tangent ian's actually working on a six-step process with me Right, right. I mean, it's so we're, we're, we're doing exactly the same sort of thing. Yeah, it's not steps. It's not like do this and then do that. But it's just like these, like when when I'm going to make decisions or when I'm doing something, like these will play into that. These values should play into those decisions. So, mm. so the next thing that they did was think, okay, well, it's all right saying all these things, but like, what does it look like in in action, right? Yeah. Um. So I tried to take this like one level deeper. So I'll go through these and I'll explain these to you um, you can ask me any questions if you want um, and hopefully this is helpful for the listeners so the first one going back to was prioritize clarity and transparency it sounds pretty lofty so like what does that actually actually mean and it just means communicate in layman's terms set expectations and outline a clear process for getting shit done basically which that's exactly what you do within your sort of your CV, I suppose, isn't it? Is, is you just get shit done. And yeah. if you can explain to people how you do it in a way that I know you can explain it because you've given me your sales pitch. Well, it's just people a case People will buy like, into it. You know, in, in, in any, any time that we communicate with anybody, like because I get involved, because I'm involved in like software and automation and there's and marketing, there's a shitload of industry terms that like people, you know, it's kind of over their head a little bit. So... Mm. I think one of the strengths that I do have is to just just communicate in in, in bog standard basic terms that just the you know the layman. Absolutely. Can so that's that's one. But of the way that you demonstrate it as well, it's it's a big part of sort of ticking the box of of prioritizing the clarity and the transparency of your business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's what that looks like, I suppose. Just being conscious of the way that we talk about things. Um, build systems that solve real problems. Um, so. What we mean by that is, you know, and what that looks like in action is actually what happens when a lot of people come to, to me to, to help them, they kind of think, right, well, we want to do this and we want to do that, but mm. we need to take the time to actually dig to the root of that problem. So yeah. dig into the root of what the problem is. Cause a lot of the time the customer doesn't even know what the problem is. They just have no. a symptom of a bigger issue and yeah. What, what we need to do is really get to, to the bottom of, of what that bigger issue is. Which uh, is the nuts and bolts of where KBB Engine came from, isn't it? Is we are generating this many leads, but we're not actually doing anything with this many leads. But by setting the automation in place that we can do with KBB Engine, we can actually look after all of these leads and actually follow the path. Yeah. And you're yeah, so solving I, the problem. The, the little minute problem of we've got too many customers, what do we do? To yeah. actually put them into a sales funnel without you doing anything. Yeah, well, the KVV sales engine is a pretty good example. So, you know, people say, oh, we, 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 need, we need more leads. Uh, well, no, actually, you need more sales. Like, that's what you yeah. need. 
and you need to put a system in place to address that that problem. Um, mm. Leads is a part of it. Generating leads is part of it. So is generating traffic. You know, so there's all these symptoms, but the, the, the root of the problem is, you know, sales really. And, and yeah. that's a simple example. But you know, um, so yeah. So then we, you know, we, we want to build the build systems that solve real problems. So it's getting to the root of the problem, understanding what inspires the need to solve them. Um, work on solutions that can be built, integrated, and easily used as part of the, uh, an existing business setup, right? So that's what that looks like in action. So to me, that says non-disruptive as well, because what, what you don't want to do is go and shake things up too much, yeah. get people out of their comfort zone, because ultimately all they're going to do is waste your time or waste their money. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we've worked, I've worked on some projects in the past, and it's like, oh, we've got this great solution, um, but if there's a team of like 50 people all doing one thing and you're trying to change that behavior for them to do a different thing, it's, it's super difficult. Yeah, so it, it's it borderline impossible. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we need to work on solutions that can be built and integrated as part of an existing setup. Really. Uh, it's not mm. always possible, unfortunately, but, um, that's the but hopefully if the, and again, this is me knowing you probably deeper than most people. Um, that listen but actually your system that you're putting in place it's it's really easy to see the benefit of what you're doing and therefore it's slightly easier to sell to a larger team I suppose to actually give it a go because you're benefiting them by giving them more time yeah generally speaking yeah yeah well that's the that's the you know that's the ideal situation but it doesn't always go go that way but yeah um so then the next value was explore new and unique solutions so you know what that looks like in action is dedicating time each week um to explore find new new and more creative ways to solve common or new marketing and sales problems and we just do that through learning keeping on top of trends playing around with new tools, new, new pieces of software, new bits of kit, um, and building test systems out, like building things out in new, in new tools and seeing if they work better than the existing things that we do. So, so actually potentially moving you away from just dealing with Entreport customers yeah, and moving I mean, we into... Don't just, we, don't, we, don't, we don't just deal with Entreport anyway. Like it's, it's one of the main drivers of business. It's, it's, it is mm. the core, core business, but you know, we, we work with shitloads of other tools and software. Like it's... Yeah. it's 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 not always the best tool for the job and i'll never say that it is so yeah. um so yeah balls as well that's a great value for me personally because i just like fucking around and playing with new bits of software and stuff you know i keep but, uh, i mean I, i'm i'm watching i, I mean we talk on a, on, a, on a weekly basis and uh i'm now using trello based on conversations that you and i had probably six months ago yeah but it took me having a meeting with Stephen may and watching it in action to actually understand how i could use it to my benefit and the benefit was actually not so much me using it but actually having it as a dumping ground for the boys to use it and for me to just visually see this is what they're doing yeah 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 yeah, exactly and then they move it from one channel to another and i can go what's going on with this why is it still in that box simple yeah. quick easy and, and it's those little things that you can demonstrate a lot easier than what I could demonstrate it and therefore it's, that's the reason it's taken me six months to get into the way that I work now. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to test new things to play around with new things and figure out what, what works for you. Not going to work for the next guy. So you know, figuring out what works for, for, for each unique situation. Uh, so the next value was covet simplicity. 
Um, and what that looks like in action, this is why I've written down here. Yes, you'll you'll <laughs> like this one. This shit is complicated enough. Building systems that have the minimal amount of actions to achieve the desired outcome is the holy grail for every project that we Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Um, time, you're, you're dealing in the currency of time. But yeah. And if you but, can save time, you are saving money. Simple but also, that. like, if just because you can build something that's kind of cool crazy and automated it doesn't necessarily mean that you should like there might be a quicker mm. simpler easier more cost effective way of doing stuff or someone um, might have built something that you can utilize to save you building something yeah exactly 100 so so yeah covet simplicity always because one of the things that happens is, is if you go ahead and build some kind of crazy complicated automation system and then we move on because we stop working with you and you know we go to a you know to a to a new client, and if we've got to like come back to that system like six to twelve months later, we've, it's it makes it hard for us to figure Absolutely. out what, why did we build it this way and stuff like that. Obviously, we've got notes, but you know it's it's harder to maintain a more complicated um, setup than it is a simpler one. So Absolutely. Um, every time that we do something, we should always be aiming for like the minimal amount of actions to do. To achieve the desired outcome yeah. uh, and the, the last one the last value is share knowledge and inspire action and what that looks like in in action is showing work successes and failures is this is yeah that's what i've written down <laughs> i need to i need to read these out in the right way really it says showing work successes and failures is showing subject matter expertise so whether it's a success or a failure, as long as you're showing it, it's Absolutely. showing subject matter expertise. But it, also by by le- by actually showing the failures, you're showing that you are trial you are trialing yeah, trial, to make trial and error. Uh, uh, we trial and error making sure you're getting it right. Yeah, we understand why it didn't work and X, Y, and Z, right? So um, aim to make marketing channels share what we do and how we do it to inspire action in others. So so they're the kind of so that kind of, that's just where I started, right? I sp- I probably spent mm. like two or three hours like grappling and wrestling with these values, and then trying to write like what it looks like in action, and mm. give a bit more detail. Um, so that's why that's why I started with. Um, but what's really noticeable with with the actions that you've written down is is it's very simple for someone like me to look at it and go, actually, he is doing every single one of those with every single one of his clients that he's working with. Well, I don't know, man. I don't think I. I oh, you're honestly, getting there. I don't think I am. I don't think I honestly don't think I am at the minute, and that's fine. You know, so you know, this is this is like what we're going to aim to do and what we're aiming to do moving forward. And you'll notice I keep saying we now. I'm switching to a we mentality because well, it's not just you, is it? You've got Arnold. I want to say his name is. I've got Arnold. Um, I've got Yas, who's doing Google Ads with us now. Oh, uh, brilliant! I've got Will, who's a copywriter. So. Um, you know, all the, in the Philippines? No, no, no. Will's in Australia. Uh, Yas is in Pakistan, I think. Um, wow. Arnold's in uh, the Philippines. Uh, Arnold is like part time. Um, you know, so he works every day. Um, yeah. But the other guys are kind of contract basis. Um, okay. So yeah, um, and I'm planning on growing the team a bit more as well. I think in the near future, get a few. But, more. but what you're finding is is. Uh, you're quite humble with it as well as you're not an expert on everything but there are experts that will drive value to your business uh, yeah absolutely man yeah um i'm definitely not an expert in everything i know 
I know, uh, I know I have to have a good conversation about most things to do with online marketing and sales, but I wouldn't profess to be an expert in, in, in all areas. So, mm. uh, so yeah, anyway, so that's kind of where I started out really yeah. um, with these values. And I thought like, if I can get those down and figure out like what we want to do and what our actions should look like based off the back of, then it gives me a bit more, um, structure in terms of decision making for strategy stuff. so i'll move on to what i did next right so the next thing i did was to start thinking about the different functions in the business right okay. and just to keep that simple as possible what i was thinking about was marketing sales and operations let's say okay. so, you know service delivery let's say uh, those three things so if we take marketing first and what do we do and trying to come up with a marketing strategy yeah. in terms of how we take these values and, you know, drive more business. Well, how do we drive more business, but taking into account these new values? Yeah. So I, again, offer a recommendation from, from Calo, um, took, well, bought the book traction by Gabriel Weinberg. I think we've already, we spoke very briefly about that last week, didn't we? Yeah, uh, by Gabriel Weinberg, and let me just find the so people can get it. Gabriel Weinberg, yeah, that's the one. And Josh, someone. Let's have a quick look. Jo jo Justin. Justin Mares. This is the one. So Gabriel Weinberg and Justin Mares. Um, traction. Basically, long story short, what this book says is um, it, it, it's it's a path or a kind of ac very actionable book about how to build or test different traction channels for online marketing or and offline marketing within your business. Mm. So I think it lists out about 16 different channels that you can use for marketing. Yeah. Um, and you know, as I say, long story short, basically what, what, what it wants you to do is list out the 16 channels, think about ideas in each and list out a load of ideas for each one of those channels. Let's mm. say, get at least one or two ideas for each one of those channels. So you then have, you know, like 32 odd ideas. Um, and then you pick like two or three at a time and you figure out if you figure out what a test looks like for each one yeah. of those ideas. And then you pick some tests to run with. Um, and it's all about kind of testing fast and, and, and either failing fast or, you know, or seeing traction faster for every time. So what I did was I um, went through that exercise. Um, you can see down here, the listeners can't see, but you can see um, what I'm looking at here is, is, a, is a Google sheet. And in the very left-hand column, um, as is all of the traction channels. So yeah. we're talking about social and display ads, email marketing, um, business development, uh, SEM, offline ads, uh, publicity, uh, trade shows, um, PR, viral marketing, affiliate marketing. You know, there's all these different traction channels that are listed. Yeah. And then what I did is I listed ideas, which is in the next column for for each one of those traction channels some some more than others i think some i managed to get like three or four ideas in and some i managed to only just get one mm. um, 
And then what I did is I, I, without going column by column, but then what I did is I ranked each one of those ideas by cost, speed of implementation, and how well each one of those ideas fits with the values that I just talked to you guys about. Yeah. Um, and what I think is the potential growth opportunity for that idea. So how, uh, you know, how fast or, or what's the potential for that idea to expose us to mm. more customers, basically. Yeah. So there's kind of like four key things. Cost of implementation, speed of, speed of implementation, how well does it fit with values, and what's the growth opportunity. Yeah. And basically, each one of those things are ranked from low, medium, or high. So it's like you have a, you have a score of one point, um, two points, or three points. And then I totaled all the points up and then filtered the list by the total, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so now this list looks like um you know the ones at the top are the ones that rank the best to go with first based, right. based on those four values fine got you that, that makes, makes sense, sense. It does looking so, at it it doesn't but now that you've explained it it absolutely makes sense yeah so if you you know it's the lowest the lower the score total um the better the, better for you yeah 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 the a bit like golf for test so yeah a bit like golf eh? so yeah so i did that and then i i've picked a few different ideas to go off uh, and to start um building a strategy around each one of these ideas and, and amazing attraction test around each one of the, these ideas um so i will talk a little bit about that if you'd like um, yeah that sounds, that sounds really good i'm just reading some of this and it's just stuff that I don't think about at all. Mate, well, this is the thing. This is, I don't ever think about things in this detail usually. And I've really, I've really enjoyed it. It's been great. Like grabbing a couple of hours, you know, in mm. the office before everybody comes in, sitting down and you can, I can kind of only do this for like two hours at a time and then brain starts to melt a little bit. Yeah, uh, but also you wouldn't want to dedicate more than a couple of hours of it because I think that defeats the object of the task. Well, it's a couple of to hours. To a certain extent. It's taken, it's taken me you know, quite a while to, to get it's, – it's probably taken me about three or four weeks. I mean, I've done way more than just this, which I'll come on to if we've got time. But, um, but yeah, I've been just been spending two hours at least like each week or maybe like two two-hour sessions each week just – starting from values and just going the next layer down and then the next layer down yeah. and then the next layer down and just keep going down until what I'm going to end up with is an action plan at the end of it. Amazing. Um, so yeah, so let's just talk about the, uh, the top rated ideas, I suppose, um, for traction tests that mm -hmm. I came up with. Um, so the first one is making use of so it comes under the traction channel existing platforms so what that channel means is how can you leverage existing platforms to promote the business right so okay. existing platforms might be youtube it might be facebook instagram whatever it may be um, mm -hmm. in my case it's aggregator websites um so freelancer ag aggregator websites so you've got websites like upwork.com you've got people per hour you've got freelancer.com you've got all these different websites yeah that are kind of um places where people go and they post jobs online for freelancers and agencies to 
bid for essentially. Mm. Um, now that's a super low cost. Um, so for us to list, like create a business listing on those, on all those sites is pretty much free. So it's pretty okay. low cost. It wouldn't take long. So, you know, it's quick. It's um, in terms of values, it's kind of neither here nor there, really. It's, it doesn't go against the values, but it doesn't necessarily really sing to the values. So it's kind of got yeah. a medium score for that. Um, but the growth opportunity, I think, is quite large because we can track we, we can track the sites daily and apply for the jobs that we are specialists for. So Absolutely. what we would do is keep an eye on anytime somebody posts anything to do with Entreport and try and bid for that job. Now... The strategy around that, that specific idea, it's not to just win that initial business because when somebody posts a job on those types of websites, they tend to be quite low value and, and it's not something that um, we're massively interested in is like low mm. value projects. But what I'm seeing it is an inroad to bigger projects. Absolutely. So what I've then done off the back of this idea is created a new product um which is kind of like a all you can eat tasks service so okay. so let's say so that here's the idea right a lot of people will need a va so a lot of people need a virtual assistant when it comes to entreport or other software that they use that they just mm. need a person to do this task and do it for them because they don't have the time to do it themselves so yeah. it might be building an email template or it might be updating a customer list in the in the crm or it might be um building a new form for their website or yeah. you know, putting together a new landing page like all these kind of low value tasks um these are all things that i wouldn't do i would you know like for example arnold could do these tasks my part-time mm. part-time guy um and so what we would do on these aggregator websites is anybody that's looking for kind of help with Entreport or an Entreport VA, we would say, mm. look, we offer this service. It's 300 pounds a month and you can use us for as many tasks as you want, but we can only work on one task at a time. And generally it's like one task per day. Yeah. So it's very easy to do the math. Get your money's worth to try and take the best. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so I've built out like a system where they can, they, they get access to a, a really simple form which asks for their email address, what the t task type is, and a short description of the task and any attachments that we need. They mm. submit that form. It comes in automatically. They get a notification automatically. When Arnold starts working on it, then they get a notification to say that he started working on it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I've built out this whole new system for that. Amazing. Big idea. Um, and it's just it's now just going and implementing that and running with that test. So the aim would be is that we bring them on board for this kind of 300, 300 pound a month all you can eat service. Um, and I would review, have like a, they'd get like a review call each month with me, which is yeah. the input that I would have really, um, where I would analyze like what else they're doing in terms of sales and marketing. And the strategy is to just try and upsell them into a proper, proper project. Absolutely. So that's like idea number one. Come no, I like it. Action channel. Um, the next one is I'll just go through the three that I've picked to run with these tests. Yeah. Um, so the next one is um, email marketing. Okay. Um, so we know you're good at that. Yeah. 
So email marketing is something that I'm pretty good at, but I have to admit, like, don't really eat my own dog food with that one a little bit. So I need to sell. But I think I think we're all guilty of spending more time in our businesses than we are on it. And what yeah. you've sort of proven here is, I think Carlo talked about it in his in his last podcast. Spending time on his business has allowed him to actually delegate roles and. I think they said they got a new guy started who's doing a vlog or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's a bit of self-promotion that they're not doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... But actually by yeah. promoting yourself, you, you've given yourself that... Um, again, it's part of your sort of model sort of thing. It's that transparency into your business. This is who we are. This is what we're doing. And yeah. we are visible. Yeah, so... Like, I'm not... At the minute, I'm not doing a good job of email marketing for ourselves do a good job mm. of it for clients but just not for ourselves it's just not time to focus on it so need to up that game where up the Treat game yourself that. as a client yeah also as well it goes if i'm not doing a good job of email marketing for for us then it goes against the values because we're not really sharing what we do and we're not really you know showing the customer what what we're capable of in terms of expert mm. stuff so it's like a double win for us if we um, improve our improve our email automation and sequences and stuff that we're running because it gives us a chance to show off what we're capable of it, it without Absolutely. totally hands and, off. And, and when it's for yourself as well, you can actually do something a little bit perhaps more off the wall and, and trial and error because it's your own time and money that you're spending as opposed to someone else's. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Trial which then takes you into that sort of that learning zone, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah, well. And then you share the learnings with what we did. So yeah, yeah it's kind of all loops round, you know. Absolutely. Um, so that's the next. And if I'm getting it, everyone can get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and the next one, which it's scored high here, um, which makes me a little bit nervous, but that's probably a good thing, is in the traction channel of on offline events. Um, okay. Now that you know, in the book, it talks a lot about like setting up a conference or setting up some kind of network event or something like that. But I don't really want to do that. So I had the idea instead of like just doing like a local workshop or training event for, for yeah. business owners in in the city, um, where we would just show them what we do. Really, like not not Absolutely. as a sales pitch, but like show them how they can work through the same processes and build it for themselves. Yeah. Um, and we would expect that naturally off the back of that. Um, we would get work so yeah ironically ian's doing something very similar to that he's doing four workshops on different levels of pr right okay um running it out of the same venue that we network out of yeah um and it, it's very sort of low cost in terms of for him but the output is sort of him putting together these documents this is how yeah. you can actually build and by if you were to take part in all four courses effectively what you have at the end of it is a built strategy is what his goal is yeah and then the idea is he can go to each of those people and say right we've built your strategy how are you going to implement it yeah that's, that's i can do that comes. for you or yeah, you can do it yourself yeah it's either you, you come to the workshop we teach you how and then it's like do you want to go and do that yourself or you can pay us to do it like that's how absolutely it yeah. and when they understand the fact that they know how but they know the cost implications of doing it themselves yeah you become a lot more affordable even though you've come you come with a price tag yeah and again the reason why that scores high when i've been ranking all these you know however many ideas i've got down here like with nearly 50 different ideas um the reason that scores high is because it's low cost 
it's relatively quick to implement. It mm. goes if it aligns really well with the values in terms of sharing knowledge and, and expertise and um, giving back a little bit and showing uh, showing all the stuff that we do. Um, I think it's got like a medium growth opportunity. It could be quite good for us. Um, yeah, I mean, ideally you're going to be in a room with what six to eight people at a time tops. Yeah, maybe like ten or something like that. I, I, yeah. I think if we got ten, that would be good. Uh, but again, you know, this is just a test, so it's not like yeah. this is definitely what we're going to do. It's 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 ranking these different ideas, and then it's just doing it and just seeing if yeah. they, they work or not. Like maybe we'd put on like schedule like three events over the course of the next three months, and then at the end of it if it's been shit we just ditch it and we move on to the next idea absolutely um so yeah that's kind of the idea behind all these different traction ideas i mean you can see your listeners combo we've got like a whole list of different ones down here um that if these some of these don't work then we'll just move on to the next yeah um, so that's that really um then i won't go into too much detail in terms of this but then i've just been digging into like our customer life cycle. So again, this is kind of like customer journey, customer life cycle stuff. Um, the main stages of like a customer yeah. customer journey are attract, convert, fulfill, delight, and refer. Um, so attract is like, how do you attract new clients? Convert is how do you get them to con convert to become a customer? Fulfill is like, how do you deliver um, on, you know, what you, your service and how do you do yeah. How do you do that well? Then you've got delight, which is once you've once you've fulfilled or once you are fulfilling the um, service to the customers, how do you create a delightful experience that allows them that that wants that creates an experience that they want to share and then yeah. to refer? So how do yeah. you then get them to refer you to the next person? And that's and ideally you want them to sort of go back to that attract stage themselves, so that they're constantly on that loop of being a sales customer for that's different. So, different problems so you solve one and then you go back and solve another exactly mate yeah so that's the customer life cycle um, so i've been digging into some stuff with that as well um yeah that's a little bit more detail stuff so i'm not going to go into all that i mean i can do on another episode but i don't know how long we've been running for so <laughs> it feels like a while I know, um, I, this is super interesting dude i mean the audience know that i like the sound of my own voice but i'm just sitting here and i'm just staring at this document going I think a lot of yours and my businesses are translatable in that we're both service-led and we're solving issues. Yeah. Obviously, it's two completely different sectors and you're using software to create problem-solving automations and all that kind of stuff, yeah. whereas I'm actually using the abilities that we've got and the relationships that we've got to drive sort of ease of use and sort of lack of saving time and money, ultimately. Um, but but ultimately speaking, we're both doing the same thing. We're saving people time and money by introducing ourselves and our businesses. Yeah, yeah. And I'm literally just sitting here, just staring, going, "Yeah, I could do that. I could translate into me." And uh, yeah, this is super interesting. <laughs> uh, I got this one. I'll show you. I'll share with you this one. Actually, this one's quite interesting. So, um, once once I kind of identified like the different sales, the, the different customer lifecycle stages, and yeah. I made some notes around that. I wanted to come up with a bit of like a product strategy around it. So obviously I sell okay. services, but I want to sell more of like a productized services. So yeah, like it's we, we do, you know, it is services that we provide, but they each service kind of solves a specific problem and they kind of fall mm. 
a specific category. Um, so what I did is you need, you need, let's just call them products, right? Yeah. Uh, even though they might not be, uh, let's, you need like products at each stage in the customer life cycle mm. to move the potential customer or customer to the next stage in the life yeah. cycle, right? So it started with the attract stage. So like what are the products that attract customers or potential customers or leads, let's say, mm. uh, to us? Um, so one of the things that we give away for free is we have an Entreport Basics course, like a video course, and that generates leads for us. Yeah. Uh, and that's totally free. Um, we also build out um, templates for Entreport um, accounts as well. So like landing page templates, email templates, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, so I'm thinking like a good, a good idea to attract more people would be to have like a like a free subscription. So subscribe to this list and we'll give you a new template every month because we're creating them anyway. Yeah. Um, and then if once they've done 12, you've got, or whatever, you've got real reason to find them. So that you're using this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What can we do to make it better? And then another attract uh, product or suite of products can just be like PDF resources, checklists, um, all that mm. kind of stuff. So I've got, we've got a couple already in production for that. So they're kind of like the products at that attract stage. Um, yeah. And then from a convert perspective, so like how do we convert people to becoming customers or clients? Yeah, we've got like uh, at the minute, all that I kind of offer at the minute is a discovery call. So it's like, oh, you know, jump on a call. We'll talk about your um, your issue, um, and that's kind of it, right? Yeah, it's fine, but um, that's it. So one of the things that I'm thinking about doing is like a automation or a marketing review. Um, yeah, just another way in to to try and convert more people to customers because at the end of this review or at the end of the discovery call. That's obviously when we're going to pitch a project. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, the live workshop would also be another convert product as well. Yeah. Um, and then you move into the fulfill and delight stage. Um, so how do we, what are the products for fulfill and delight? So there's that new kind of like VA all you can eat tasks package that I talked about. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, per hour consulting sessions. So you pay per hour consulting. Mm -hmm. um, then there's like email marketing projects that we work on, custom CRM build projects that we work on, and custom API integrations that we work on. So they're the product yeah. in that category. And then the referral category is more like retainer, people that are on retainers. What can we offer um, to them to refer us? So that's kind of you know, what yeah. kind of worked through in terms of like a product strategy. And the aim of, yeah. of the each one of these is to get them to get, you know, the customer to the next stage. And then it, it's, yeah. it's just so simple, mate. It's just so simple, isn't it? When you actually put it down into this. Yeah. Easy. Could, eh? it's, 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 <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong, but, but the skills are transferable across all businesses. Actually, you could do a course just on strategy. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I'm going to do as part of the new, um, you know, values that we're running with is probably just, well, I'm sharing this with you now. Like that yeah. is the, that, that's sticking to the values. I'm talking through what I've done, yeah. showing you on screen what I've done. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll do a quick video about this as well at some point and stick it up I, on YouTube. I think that'd be really useful for a lot of people because actually sort of 
I thought I had a marketing strategy that I've been working on with Ian. It's it's five or six pages worth of A4. What you've got here is probably less than what I've got written down, but it means so much more than what I've got. Right. Because it actually puts, this is it. This is the action. This is how we gauge the success. Done. Yeah. Is it gauging success? No. What? Why isn't it gauging success? Well, we either change what we're doing there or we delete it off the list and put something in its place. And we keep yeah. trialing and erroring until we actually find a model that works. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not finished with this yet either. Like, this is still an ongoing project. I've got a couple more things I need to do. So yeah. another thing here that I've done is outlined the kind of typical customers that we work with or want to work with. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm not going to go into all that. But yeah, there's kind of like three customer profiles that we generally work with. Yeah. Um, so that gives us a kind of good basis to model like our messaging and our marketing communications around because we kind of pick yeah. up these profiles for each one of these um, products, right? So mm. you can see one of the columns that I've got on this product strategy sheet is who's this product for? Um, and, you know, the names down here correlate with the customer profile. Um, so we know how to, how to talk to them and what kind of problems they're looking to solve. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's interesting shit, man. And it's good to get a bit of headspace, like get all this down. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, everything comes back to those sort of core values. Yeah. And you sort of start going through it when you go, right, he's really put that into layman's terms. Oh, bloody hell. That's one of his core values. Yeah. 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 It's sort of like every single bit of, every single part of your core value is et cetera, et cetera, is, is thought of. And then the implementation automatically goes full circle back into that core value and almost sort of dog legs onto the next one and onto the next one and back in that, that full circle. It's, it's um, if, if this can get implemented, mate, you are one happy chance. Yeah, well, you know, this is, this is, and that's kind of what the next stage of this plan is, is literally mapping it all out in terms of how it works. I can't, I did a little, I've got it on a scribbled out on a piece of paper somewhere, like a flow chart of like how all this works in action. Yeah. And yeah, there's like, this is all high level stuff. So it's kind of like picking off each one of these things and figuring out, okay, well, what does that actually look like? And what does that, yeah. look, you know what I mean? And figuring it all out. So, um, so the next thing is mapping the new processes out and then running with these traction channels, mate, and then figuring. Perfect. Figuring it out from there. I need, I need to figure out more um, of the fulfillment side of things. So I need to create new pr project processes for the new kind of project categories that I've created. Mm. Um, but that shit, we can figure that shit out. Um, I, I, and I think you need to have projects to actually work on in order to learn how to fulfill them as opposed to having these sort of made up bits and bits. It's all well and good. Sort of, you've got the, your strategy and your custom profiles people can slot yeah, into I mean, that we, actually we've got the projects because we do them already for clients mm. so i know how they go i just need to create like some standard processes around it i've got like right. loose processes at the minute but it's because i'm doing most of the work still and yeah. i want to pass more of the work off onto other team members so i need to create better processes yeah um, and that's one of the projects that i need to do around the fulfill stage in this yeah. uh funnel in this customer life cycle. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things like you, you start, 
figuring all this shit out and then it's just like oh we need to do all of these things to actually then, implement all this <laughs> but before you know it you spend your life just doing your strategy and not running your business and you've got to have a fine balance of doing both as well otherwise uh, yeah. then bills don't pay themselves that's it man so so yeah it's interesting um, that's super interesting dude I, I, i'm really excited to see how this this moves forward and uh, so, i'm well, keen to sort of see how someone with my lack of marketing knowledge could actually take this really simple sort of process and, and sort of dump it. And maybe it's something that I'll do once, once the boys are a bit more settled because, uh, yeah, yeah, this is super interesting, man. Cool. I need um, to read myself that book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not all of that's come from that book, but this track. No, but it's a good, it's a good head start, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, get yourself a copy. Um, yeah. So that's it, man. I mean, all this stuff, well, the stuff I've been working on is complete website rebuild. So again, the website, you know, is currently focused on me. So yeah. you hit the homepage at the minute and it's got like a big picture of me on it with a cheesy smile. Um, I'm, we're going to remove that. Um, so yeah. doing a, doing a whole new website, which is more, it uh, gives way more information about the services that we offer now that we've mm. find these new service categories. Um, and then also as well, we, we have written out a load of case studies as well. So we're going to add again, coming into the values, sharing the work that we do and mm. showing what we do. There's a case study for each type of project. We're going to add a new case study every month to the site um, as part yeah. of the ongoing sharing value. Um, yeah and testing and playing around shit. So, so that's going on also as well as part of that, I've commissioned a, one of the guys from my co-working space who runs a, um, a video agency called Avenue 29. Okay. He's going to do five new videos for me, um, to put on the oh, amazing. as well. So, yeah, all guns blazing in terms of like working Sounds- on the business recently. It's been great, man. That sounds sounds really good. I mean, my my mind is completely blown. I dread to think what yours looks like at the moment. Yeah, it's a bit all over the place, especially going on holiday next week as well. And I'm trying to get the website wrapped up before I go, really. But uh... <laughs> well, it's Wednesday. We've got time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, man. Right. I, I, might I think be... on that note, I need to leave you to it. Um, yeah. Because it sounds like you've got stuff to crack on with, and. Uh... <laughs> your strict working till three o'clock it's uh, now three minutes to five for context to our audience yeah um clearly it's not working this week with you going on holiday not with this week it's not but, really um, well mate yeah but let, let's just let's just end it here I, i'm sure this is going to be the one that drives questions how do people get in touch uh podcast at all that good stuff.net get in touch with us if you got any questions if you enjoyed the show or you found any of this useful let us know it's really nice to read the reviews and you know see the new five star reviews coming in so yeah um let us know guys uh, no, we, appre- we appreciate every single one of you that, that takes the time to listen to it. if you've made it this far which i'm sure you have thank you and uh, we'll catch you on the next one i think Yes, we will. All right, see you in the next one, man. Good stuff. Cheers, man. Bye.